This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the Arsenal Way. Back again with you guys for another episode of our Arsenal Agenda series. Joining you Monday to Friday at 10 a.m. UK time. Joined this morning by Charlie. How are you doing, mate? You good, Joel? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Um, uh, as I was saying yesterday, the weather's not a, as good, but it's it's been raining here for, uh, for I like last... it. Yeah, I yeah. like it. <laughs> it's weird because it was like, it was a thing of, because it's now getting to September, I was expecting it to get a little bit cooler. And then last week was the hottest it's been for a little while. And now hopefully it's starting to get a little bit, a little bit cooler. But I do like uh, being in a t-shirt and shorts. Yeah, no, I uh, I don't mind being t-shirt and shorts. It's more a case of like the weather being thirty degrees. It's just not comfortable to sit in an office and write and sit all day. It's just not ideal. So yeah, I am bring on the clouds is what I say. A little bit of overcasts um, to uh, to keep the sun off our, our our windows and that. So yeah, I'm very much appreciating a little bit of a downturn in the uh, in the weather conditions. But uh, we've also seen a bit of a downturn in the action uh, over the course of the international break. It has been been a quiet one uh, for an Arsenal point of view, which in some ways is good because, you know, if we had a loud international break, it's usually not for the particularly great reasons and usually related to injuries. So, so far, so good. Touch wood, which is positive. There has been some lingering transfer links after the closure of the summer transfer window. We'll kick off with this report from the record in Portugal, which suggests that Arsenal made a bid of around €35 million Euros for Usmana Diamande, who is a, a defensive midfielder, also plays at centre-half as well. He was previously at Midgillum, where Arsenal were credited as having an interest in him. He played, of course, for them in their game against Arsenal in the Europa League last season. Um, and uh, what do you make of the idea that Arsenal supposedly made a £30 million bid for a, a central midfielder last summer on top of already having Rice and Partey and Jorginho? Uh, to be fair, I think it's... I, I wasn't too um, disappointed with it. I think we can always uh, kind of improve on our squad. I, I don't think that there's anything wrong with with a submitted bid. But obviously, as you said, that he can play uh, centre-back as well. He can play at CDM. So he's got a bit of versatility, which is what Arteta has been looking for in most players that he's been signing, really. Like Yuri and Timber, he can play across the back line. Declan Rice, he can play in a deeper kind of line, midfielding, uh, a midfielder role, but he can also push up a little bit like we've seen against West Ham. Um Players like that, he he signs players that seem to be quite versatile, uh, especially across the back line. Uh, mm. The the likes of Ben White, uh, the likes of Tommy Asu as well. We know that they kind of switch every so often, like 
we've seen for the first three games, I think it was that Ben White played uh, a right centre, a right centre back position, and then moved on to uh, right back against Man U. So yeah, I think. I reckon it could be a good sign, especially with the fact that he's 19 years old. The only problem is there have been reports that uh, his um, uh, his his release clause is 69 million pounds. Yeah, and for someone that don't get me wrong, I think he I, I think he I mean what, what are the stats here? I've got it here. He's he made 34 appearances last season, uh, scored two goals and provided one assist, and kept 11 clean sheets. And a half. To be for, for, yeah, yeah. But what I'm trying to say is, from a centre half kind of position, eleven clean sheets. That's not too bad for a 19 year old. Two goals, one assist. It's not too bad, but 69 million, I think, is is asking a bit too much for him. I don't know too much about him at all. I mean, I said I said to you beforehand, uh, before the show, I didn't really know too much about. Uh, to be fair, either of the people that we're going to be speaking about, but. Even so, I think it is good that Arsenal do have links to a young, another young centre back. We we know how good Saliba is uh, with the age that he's at as well. Um, I think with I think bringing in a, a nineteen year old would be good for the for Arsenal's future. Just maybe not at sixty nine million. Yeah, I do tend to agree. Uh, I think that he's a player that. If he's versatile enough to play in kind of this defensive midfield role as well as playing majority of his games at centre half, um, he fits into what Arteta likes in you know a player that's got that versatility. Could he play in a fullback position? Maybe uh, if they've signed, you know, they've got at the moment Ben White playing, you know, as a right back, and Saliba and Gabriel look to be the most natural centre halves in the team. And behind them, you've got Tommy Asu who can play across the back four, Kivio who can play across the back four, um, I say well, across the back four, kind of more so on the left, but he can play right centre-back as he did at Newcastle, for instance, last season, not really at right back. And Timber, of course, who's out until the course of next season, maybe it was more so they were looking at trying to bring in defensive reinforcement because Timber was injured and there just simply hasn't been a lot of movement in the defensive area last summer across the whole of the market, let alone just, you know, uh, for Arsenal and in the Premier League. There hasn't been too many high-profile defenders make those switches and there aren't too many around. So if Arsenal are trying to identify the next one, it seems Diamande might be one of those. If they return for him in the summer, if this story is true, we'll have to wait and see. But he's an exciting young player that, as I say, was linked to Arsenal before he made that switch to Portugal when it seems as though Arsenal want to try to position themselves to make sure they're the team that he makes his next step to, if this is true. Another one of those players talked about uh, is Antonio Nusa. Uh, there's been suggestions that Chelsea have been very interested in him, but suggestions Arsenal and Liverpool are also keeping an eye on him. In terms of, like, this is, for me, a very similar kind of link. You know, another young player playing in a, you know, a, a second tier, if you like, uh, European league uh, with respect to them in the Belgian league um, with Club Bruges. And I think he plays as well and has played for, for Norway and he's playing for the senior Norway team as well. Um, so it's interesting to see kind of what Arsenal do with the winger position because will they go for a young player like Anusa to, to support someone like Bakai Saka, even though Anusa I think plays more so on the left. But what do you make of this link? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I don't think there's any point in kind of pursuing it um, personally because we do have Bakayi Saka and we've been saying, oh, yeah, uh, well, even even though he plays mm. possibly a majority on the left, as you just said, we we sometimes do need a bit of a backup for Bakayi Saka. But then when we think about the wingers that we've got, I mean, Gabriel Martinelli has been playing uh, a predominant amount of, of time this season so far. Trossard has only got 60 minutes in the league so far this season. And he's a, he's actually a very good player, isn't he? So, And that was a striker. That wasn't even kind of replacing Gabriel Martinelli. Bakayo Saka, on the other hand, if if he needs a rest, if we want to rotate there, we know that Trossard can play on the right as well. But then we also have Reese Nelson. It doesn't really seem like there's too... I don't, it doesn't really seem like there's much need to bring another winger in. I think if we're going to kind of if we're going to look to strengthen anywhere else, as we were just mentioning, possibly the kind of centre-back, another defensive option, maybe. I think that's probably where we should build on because of Timber's uh, injury and the longevity of it. I think that's the only kind of thing, possibly one of the only places that we should be looking uh, to, to sign. But it doesn't really seem like he should be someone that we should be bringing in. I mean, Chelsea, uh, they did table a bid for £25 million. Uh, I think it was this summer for him. And they, I mean, that, that was enough to bring him in, bring him to take him to, to Chelsea, sorry. But he, he declined that. Uh, he didn't want to move uh, to Chelsea. He didn't think that it was the right move for him. Uh, I mean, fair play to him. I think that's the right decision for him to, to stay there. I don't, I think that it was a, it, that would have been a poor decision if he was to go to Chelsea with the yeah. amount of players yeah. that they have. But I, I'm to, I'm kind of going off on a tangent there. But what I'm trying to say is, 25 million. I guess that's not too that's not too bad uh, for. Well, he's an 18 year old, so he's obviously got a lot ahead of him. Arsenal will be competing with the likes of possibly Chelsea again. I think it's uh, Liverpool, uh, Newcastle, Ajax, Borussia Dortmund, Leon, and Monaco. He's he's kind of attracted a lot of attention uh, elsewhere to 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 take him away from club bruges um but that's not to say that i that we should go for him maybe he yes he is a good player as i just mentioned i don't know much about him at all but yes maybe he's a good player but we've we're, we're kind of stacked in the wing of positions and we're stacked with quality as well. We know that when Reese Nelson comes on, he create he always seems to create something. Uh, I mean, he he was uh, part of the build up for well, he he started the build up for Gabriel Jesus' goal against Manu when he came on. We know what he did against Bournemouth last season. He seemed to be our most exciting player when we lost four one against Man City, and we saw how we know how good Trossard is. He scored against uh, City in the Community Shield. The that kind of quality that we have up front, it doesn't seem like we need to kind of build on that. Maybe he could be a player that we could bring in and take out and uh, move on on loan. That seems the only, that for me seems like that would be the only thing 
that we should do in, in this instance because I don't see him getting a run in ahead of Bakayo Saka, Gabriel Martinelli, Reese Nelson and Trossard. I just don't see it, um, especially with the amount of experience that he has being an 18-year-old. It just doesn't make sense, really. Yeah, no, I, I think uh, I agree with you in this sense for Noosa um, because... <sighs> Look, he's a player that's 18 years of age. He comes into the team. He's more of a left winger. Can you justify that type of move? I'm not sure, especially when the, the reports are that he's going to be costing like upwards of £30 million, I think. you know. So I just don't think it makes too much sense uh, for go for a, a left winger when we've already got Trossard, Martinelli, Smith-Rowe that can all play on that side. If you're going to bring in a winger, bring someone who can play at that right wing. I think that would make a lot more sense. Um, but there aren't too many out there at the moment. And you're right to point out that you know, we're not really rotating too heavily at this point in time. We may do with the Carabao Cup and Champions League getting underway during this month. But, uh, it, yeah, it's difficult to see a reasoning behind why we would uh, invest in, in the left wing when right looks so much more. And I think Gabriel Jesus as well can potentially be a rotational figure for Saka. You can play in Ketia at centre-forward or Trossard even there and use Jesus to rotate out Saka if we want to. So... There's options for us, and, and I think we should definitely use them. Uh, the big news yesterday, of course, that we have to talk about is uh, the Champions League squad being announced as well. And in it contains the likes of Cedric, uh, Mohamed Elneny, Lino Souza, James Hilson, some surprise inclusions. It probably confirmed to us that despite maybe some trans windows still being open somewhere in the world, that Cedric will be an Arsenal player. There won't be any kind of termination of his contract. I think that's because of mainly Timber's injury being as is. Um, but what did you make of the squad being announced and, and Cedric staying as well? Um, I, I mean, I'm not too bothered about the fact that Cedric's staying now that the transfer window does seem to be, well, I mean, the Premier League one's come to a close. Everything else seems to be coming to a close as well. Uh, I mean, with nothing kind of seeming to progress, it didn't really seem like he was going to be moving on. Hopefully we do just get him off our roster pretty soon, though. I think that we do need to get him out. Uh, in January and obviously if not next season he just doesn't really seem to have any kind of position in this squad anymore I mean with we're, with how we've been playing recently we know that Partey can play right back when he's not Ben White can play right back and then Tommy Asu we know that he can play right back as well if he's not playing left back so we do have options there once again uh, yes I know that we were just saying that if we are to strengthen somewhere, it should be uh, the defensive options. But that uh, that's even with Cedric in the squad. I do think that he needs to move on. He's not really that uh, uh, good enough. But even so, I think it's a it's a squad that we that we were kind of expecting. I think, well, personally, that I, I was expecting to see. I mean, I know that you just mentioned the the names of. Uh, who is it? And uh, Sousa. Uh, I, I I wasn't. I don't actually know who that is. <laughs> huh? Or Stoza, sorry. Yeah, Stoza. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's like, I, I don't know who that is. And he's, but, a seven, he's a 17, 18 now year old left back moment. But yeah. obviously, with, with the likes of Timber out, he's not included in the squad. Uh, and that's fair enough because we're not going to see him until possibly the likes of March. So, yeah, I, I think I was expecting it. We see everyone, we see. Everyone that's in the normal squad, the likes of Ramsdale, I think uh, David Ryers in it, obviously, the Declan Rice, Saliba, Gabriel, all, all of the names that you would expect to be in there are in it. 
uh, uh, I think it is literally except uh, Yuri and Timber, but that is obviously because of his injury. Um, but this squad, I, I think that we can do really well with it. Um, even with Timber out, I, I think that we could go pretty far. Hopefully we don't come up against uh, a team that's too... Uh, that's too good, let's say, uh, in the um, earlier stages of the knockout. Hopefully, if we get through the group stage, Touchwood, uh, you would expect us to get through that, especially with it being our first year back in six, seven years. Uh, I'm sure that Arteta and the whole squad really will be pushing to get as far as we can with this, with it being our first year back. Um, but I, I really think that I genuinely think that if we come up against a team like Bayern Munich, like the likes of Real Madrid, even Man City, if we come up against them in the later stages of the game uh, of the competition, we can beat them. We've been proven to to beat the likes of Man City. We obviously beat them in the Community Shield. We, I, I think that when we're at our best, we are a very, we are an extremely, extremely good team, and. There are times where you see our team now and last season where you where you think this team is unplayable. You can't you can't beat this team. Essentially, when we're at our best, we are one of the best teams uh, in Europe, and we proved to be one of the best teams in Europe last season. I mean, I think there was a point where it was. I think it was Arsenal and Napoli were were the two teams to essentially be at the top of the table of the whole the whole of Europe. We we seem to be unbeatable at that point almost. And if we can kind of refine that form going going into this Champions League uh, competition, as I just mentioned, we could go very, very far. And God, I really, really hope so, especially with the fact that it'll be our first year back. Uh, everyone's so excited with the fact that we are back as well. Uh, it's been a long time coming. So if we are to go far as well, it would just make it so much sweeter. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Yeah, I think we've got a really good squad for this tournament. I think that we're in a position whereby uh, we can rotate if we need to. I can see in the question there, he's saying that, you know, he wants to see Smith-Rowe get some minutes. And I think Smith-Rowe will get some minutes in the Champions League, hopefully. You know, there is still an element of, you know, you need to, to play a relatively strong team um, because they're, you know, they're not mugs by any chance. The opponents that we've got, you know, Lawns came second in Liga last season. Yes, they're weaker, but they've got some still very decent players. El Uahi coming in from uh, Montpellier is a good centre forward. Severe, of course, Europa League winners in European competitions. They are still very good. And, uh, and PSV beat us last season, you know, in the Europa League in Eindhoven. So, 
you know, you can't take any of these games for granted. And Arsenal need to make sure that they do get some very good results in these to help their momentum in the league, where perhaps, you know, the Europa League last season in some ways stunted us a bit, you know, use those games to build up momentum even more. Don't allow you to start losing games. I think the PSV game, when we lost that last season, we actually, it was off the back of another poor result. I'm pretty sure if I just have a quick scroll back to last it season. We, ring a bell, to be fair. To Southampton away from home uh, mm. and then off to PSV. Um, so, the, you know, even though we lost to PSV, we then went on to beat, um, Nottingham Forest 5-0 in the next game but still it's like it, it seems like that Southampton game that 1-1 and you go into the Europa League game we change things up a little bit in, in terms of the lineup. you know Vieira started right wing Laconga started that game uh, Holding started in, in defence you know and maybe we need to go a bit stronger we have got stronger depth options now you know Jorginho's here Trossard's here uh, Fabio Vieira is a better player these days and we'll probably play in, in midfield as well if we use him. And plus PSV don't have Gakpo and Simmons and Ibrahim Sangara as well as Nav there points out in the chat box. So, you know, it's important to point out these these differences. But, you know, I still think that Arsenal in the Champions League is an exciting thing. I can't wait to hear the anthem again at the Emirates. That's going to be exciting. Um, and, uh, yeah, I look forward to to covering it this season as well. It's going to be exciting. Any final thoughts, Charlie, before we wrap up? Uh, I think uh, I just to be fair, I completely agree with you with the with the rotation really in in the Champions League. Uh, I'm excited to see see the rotation actually this time because, mm. as you mentioned last season, we had the likes of Vieira right wing, Lokonga was playing, Holding was playing. We will see a better rotating team as you just mentioned. We won't see the likes of Lokonga uh, as a backup. We we know that Jorginho has Champions League experience. We know how good Trossard is, as I've just mentioned multiple times. Maybe we'll see Gabriel Jesus or, well, Gabriel Jesus or Nketiah. We know how good Nketiah has been so, uh, recently. We know how good Gabriel Jesus can be. We know how good Reese Nelson can be as well, as I mentioned. And yeah, I think this, that, that kind of squad depth that we now have, it doesn't scare me as much as it used to. Because whenever we used to play against, well, in, in the Europa League, really, as we were just mentioning against PSV away, I think we were through at that point. It just determined whether, I, I can't remember whether it determined that we would be top or not. I think that might have been a, a later game. But even so, it was like when we see that against PSV, who were the better team, uh, it was us and PSV, the two better teams in that group. It was like, it, it didn't seem like we would be able to beat them anyway with that lineup almost. But now, if we are to rotate, we know that we can give we, we can give teams a good go. We can really push them to their limits because we know how good our our, our depth is in the, in our squad now. So that excites me just anyway. Yeah, it's going to be an exciting season, uh, and I think there's more to come. If Arsenal were to win their next two games against Everton away from home, which is a difficult game for us, of course, and the North London derby, which historically hasn't been too difficult at home, to be fair. It would mean that we'd have more points this season than we had last season at the same stage, despite the fact that, you know, we started last season with five uh, wins and then that defeat at Manchester United. Be able to go first six games undefeated with five wins would be brilliant. So let's keep our fingers crossed that Arsenal was successful in that aim uh, because it would be very impressive indeed if we were able to do that. Thank you, Charlie, for your time. Really appreciate it, mate. Thank you for having me and thank you to everyone watching and listening, of course.
absolutely uh thank you to the chat box as charlie says really appreciate your time and commitment drop a like on the video subscribe to the channel if you're new and we'll be back tomorrow morning of course with another episode for you have a great day and as always keep following us down the arsenal way Come on, come on, come on, come on.